stay away from me. Just kidding. Come on in. Welcome to HR Rockstar, the podcast that is determined to make an HR Rockstar out of you. Hello, human resourcers. I'm your host and originator of the HR Rockstar Conspiracy Theory, Christopher Hope. Thanks for joining us once again for another joyride through the adventure land that is human resources. Dear listeners, in this episode, I'm going to ask you to do something uncomfortable. I'm going to ask you to listen to U2's last two albums. I know you don't want to, and who could blame you, but wait, what is it, Zelda? That's not the uncomfortable thing I'm supposed to ask them to do? Oh, okay. I've got it now. What I want you to do is take a critical look at how you come across to others. Do you present yourself as welcoming? Are you easy to talk to? Do you hide in your office or are you visible throughout your work environment? Do teammates feel comfortable sharing with you or do you frequently get information secondhand or even thirdhand? The reason I recommend taking a critical look is that most people overestimate how approachable they are to others. But this may very well be the most important trait you can possess to reach HR rock stardom. So, go find the nearest mirror, take a good look at yourself with a critical eye, and enjoy HR Rockstar Episode 17, Approachability. What approach are you going to take? The first thing we need to get out of the way is, is approachability actually a word? Do you say, I am approachable, or I have approachability? Well, it is an actual word. As defined in freedictionary.com, approachability is the attribute of being easy to meet or deal with, accessibility, friendliness, a friendly disposition. Now pay attention that there are two components to approachability, your disposition and your accessibility. Keep this in mind as both parts are important. You can be seen as extremely friendly, however, If you're always glued to your desk, this is going to limit your accessibility and have a diminishing effect on your approachability. I know, I know it's hard to find time to get out of the office, but to be an HR rock star, you have to be visible and out there where the action is. Once again, our approachability is a trait that is easy to overestimate. We all mean well, and it is easy to believe our good intentions are obvious to those around us. We believe people enjoy or at least have no problem coming to us. But in some cases, you may really come across a standoffish or give the impression that you're too busy to be bothered. So why is approachability so important, especially to the HR professionals? Well, for one thing, being approachable puts people at ease around you. And when people are at ease rather than nervous, they think more clearly and present themselves at their best. A Gallup report suggests that having an approachable manager is a significant factor in employee engagement. 
Among employees who strongly agreed that they can approach their manager with any question, 54% were engaged. While those who strongly disagreed, only 2% were engaged and 65% were actively disengaged. There is also an information advantage when you're approachable. The rapport that you're able to build with your team means that teammates are more likely to open up to you and share information that they wouldn't share with someone who is more difficult to talk with. It enables you to, to build a strong information network and gain loyalty from the team. And getting more information means that you can learn about issues before they become a crisis. Approachability helps you build relationships with your colleagues and your leadership team. It helps create an atmosphere of trust that contributes to the flow of ideas. When you're approachable to your direct reports, they will contribute more because you're creating a safe environment where they know their suggestions will be considered fairly. I have been fortunate in my career to work for organizations where you called everyone up to and including the CEO by their first name where there were no designated parking spots for leadership, where the office doors were open and everyone was expected to be approachable. This is the antithesis of the old ivory tower approach. When I think about the opposite of approachability, I think of the scene from the classic movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, when Clark is attempting to give his boss a Christmas present. He enters a huge office with the boss at the far end. The boss calls him by the wrong name, tells him put, to put the gift with dozens of other ignored presents, and immediately attempts to get someone, anyone, on the phone so he doesn't have to deal with this lowly employee. It's a, it's a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Oh, God. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. I hope this comedic exaggeration is no one's reality, but can you imagine how such an environment would stifle the free flow of ideas and the level of engagement? A more realistic scenario is a leader who thinks that a certain power distance contributes to their authority. But those who maintain this approach are missing out on learning about issues and discovering ideas. Now, if this authority by distance is a part of your organization, you won't be able to fix everything overnight, but you can certainly work on your own approachability, and hopefully from the success you show, you will get others on board to try it for themselves. Approachability can be broken down into accessibility, breaking down barriers, presenting positive body language, verbal communication skills, and as we discussed in the last episode, active listening. So how can you gain insight into how approachable you actually are? Well, I believe it starts with taking that critical look at yourself as we discussed at the beginning of the episode. If you could step outside of your skin, how comfortable would you be approaching yourself with an issue? Be honest with yourself, even if it is a little uncomfortable. Another good exercise is to ask a trusted coworker to give you an honest assessment of your approachability. Of course, the irony is the more approachable you are, the more comfortable your coworker will be with this exercise. But do what you can to set them at ease and let them know you want honest feedback. Also, I came across a quiz on the website mindtools.com that will help you assess your approachability. I'll include a link to the quiz in the show notes. 
This may help you get started on gaining insight and self-awareness. So you've determined how approachable you are currently. Now, how do you improve on this to become more approachable? First of all, it's up to you to make the first move. You're not going to become more approachable by waiting in your office for someone to come around and engage you in conversation. You have to take the initiative to make contact and show people you're sociable. So make eye contact and start up conversations. Prepare questions ahead of time to make the process easier. And once you start the conversation, practice your active listening skills that hopefully you've been working on since listening to episode 16. If not, be sure to listen to that episode to learn the techniques and benefits of becoming a more engaged listener. Now, a quick summary is to pay close attention, paraphrase what you hear to make sure you're understanding, and ask questions to clarify anything you're not sure about. Your conversation partner will feel like you truly value what they're saying and in return care about what you have to say. Next, be prepared to show your perspective and opinions. If you're willing to give something, it's more likely your conversation partner will share as well. Know your audience and be prepared to discuss what is relevant to them. If you're developing rapport with the sales team, prepare questions about your top customers or the latest marketing approach. If you're talking with production teammates, ask about how beneficial the last training was or their thoughts on the new safety initiative. Give your perspective and this will lead to the team opening up with their take on it. Additionally, establish a personal connection. Just be sure to keep it professional. You certainly don't want to air your dirty laundry, but establishing a personal connection will take approachability to the next level. Having these conversations, you may discover that your boss shares love for spy novels or that you and the CFO have daughters the same age and they're both starting to explore college options. Or you may find that the IT tech likes the same sports teams that you do or the production supervisors from your home state. Discovering common ground not only opens up conversation, but starts building relationships and they'll start seeing you as not that HR person, but just as a person who's easy to make connections with. Anytime we talk about anything communication related, we have to bring up being aware of your body language. When you're relaxed, when you smile, when you nod and make eye contact, you're going to be seen as welcoming and as someone who actually wants to be in the conversation. If your posture is rigid or you're fidgeting or glancing at your phone, what you say is going to matter little. You will be seen as someone who really has their mind elsewhere. Lastly, be sure to not make it all about yourself to the point of dominating the conversation. We've all met that person who asks about your weekend, but before you get three words out, they're telling you all about their weekend or the person you avoid in the hallway because they will stop you and tell you every minute detail about the house they're building. Don't be this person. People will avoid you. Now, for some of you, approachability may be more of a hurdle because you're an introvert and may be a little shy. For you, I suggest practice by approaching it in incremental goals. Practice with people outside of work. Strike up a conversation with the neighbor you normally just wave to or the person ahead of you in line at the bank. 
as restrictions from COVID are lifted, you can start attending mixers or HR association meetings. When you do, be the one who finds the person sitting alone and start up a conversation with them. The more you practice, the easier it will become. Increasing your approachability doesn't mean a complete makeover of your personality. It just means you're opening up so that people feel more comfortable with you and are interested in what you have to offer. Being approachable will benefit you immensely in your career. After all, you can be a walking encyclopedia of HR knowledge, but if people do not feel comfortable asking your opinion or going to you when there is an issue, it will mean little. So get out there and show your HR Rockstar awesomeness by increasing your approachability. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you're new to the podcast, check out our past episodes. Related to approachability, we have episodes on communication, leadership presence, and as mentioned earlier, our last episode on active listening. We always welcome recommendations to friends and colleagues, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at HR underscore Rockstar 82. I always give a shout out to Chuck Sawyer for our rockin' theme song. And until next time, keep on rockin' the HR world.